Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host Therese Cerise and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And the name of tonight's poem is entitled I've made my choice. Here we go. How wicked you are to me, you sneaky little devil, seeking to devour someone. You're evil, just evil. And you are this way all of the time. I know I deserve better from life. I will be successful in all that I put my mind to because I believe in God and he has already defeated you. My God works through all things to bring out the good and to expose the bad. He keeps me prospering. So I command in his name that you get behind me now. You've had your fun, so go back where you belong. I place you under my feet, devil, you've been rebuked. I've made my choice and my choice isn't you. So I hope that you all have had a very blessed and wonderful day. I hope that you have done something to edify yourself on today. If you haven't, it is not too late. I hope that you are making sure that you take care of your mental health. I hope that you are doing something to take care of your spiritual health. And I hope that you are doing something to take care of your physical health. These days are fading quickly. And tomorrow really is not promised to any one of us. And it is so easy for us to neglect ourselves. I know this firsthand. But now is of the utmost importance to take care of everything that is you in every sense of the word to make sure that you are making yourself a priority to make sure that you are giving yourself permission to love on you unapologetically. Depending on where you are in life right now, whether you're an individual who recently lost their job, whether or not you are an individual who goes to work, planning on only working eight hours a day, but you look up and you're working 10 to 12 hours per day, or whether you're someone that literally is a caregiver and you've got to take care of other people. There are 24 hours in a day. Let's just say worst case scenario, half of those days you are working for someone else. That still leaves 12 hours. I encourage you to pick at least 30 minutes 
to one hour per day to do something for yourself. Even if it's just taking a nap, even if it's sitting completely still, even if it's soaking in a tub, or even if it's standing in a shower, and while you're standing in that shower, you are weeping, weeping, weeping. Whatever it is, whether you are exercising, whether you are walking, jogging, Zumba, whatever, I hope that you are making it a point to put yourself first. If you love arts and crafts, if you love music, dance, whatever it is, pencil yourself in. Because I'm starting to realize that if you don't make yourself a priority, chances are no one else will. We teach people how to treat us. Some people may take full advantage because we allow them to. Some people may honor and respect your time because they see that you honor and respect your time. But if you have given the wrong impression to others, and if you've allowed others to think that they can walk all over you, mistreat you, abuse your time, reframe that picture. Start over and make yourself a priority. Tomorrow really is not promised. We really <laughs> don't even know how today is gonna go. But it's something about facing the day when you know that you've taken care of yourself. Think back. Think back on those times where you would wake up, the alarm would go off, you had all these 5011 things. I like when they say that 5011. I don't know where we got that from, but I like how it sounds, so I'm gonna say it. <laughs> we got 5011 things that you got going on, right? And so in the course of those things, you negate to take care of you. Same 24 hours in the day. Same 24 hours in the day. But notice how drained you are by the end of the day if you didn't do anything for yourself. Think about when you do do something for yourself. Same hours in the day. But for some reason your day flows a little bit differently. And I was looking over some photos not too long ago. Yes, my life was a little bit different a few years back because I literally only had one focal point and that was getting my health right because I had the tumor in my brain and I was trying to get a lot of weight off of me so that when I got ready to do the surgery, this is years ago because I had two brain surgeries in 2011. Yes, now I still have a tumor in my brain that has grown back. And I'm just now, it's just now registering to me that I need to use that same energy. Even though I have a different agenda, even though things have changed and back then I didn't have a full-time job. Back then, I was an independent contractor. And so I literally did hair. And so I could do what I wanted. I could create my own schedule. So I made myself a priority 
And so the what I literally would do, I would walk 10 miles every other day. And I knew that it would take me to walk the first few miles, five miles. I knew how long it was going to take me. I knew how long it was going to take me to come back. And I pretty much would chart my day around walking those 10 miles every other day. And I knew because I was my own business owner, when to schedule my hair appointments. I also knew how long it would take me to kind of bounce back. Because when I would walk all of those miles, by the time I made it home, took a shower, all of that, I would want to take a nap. So I just kind of had it all figured out. And I look back on how I had that set up and my energy was different. My interactions with people was different because I was putting myself first. Fast forward. Now that I'm working a full-time job, then I got other jobs on the side and everything, me, myself, and I, where I was putting that two to four hours aside to do Zumba and do all those kinds of things. Now those two to four hours are consumed with making sure that this order goes out and that order goes in. And so I literally had a talk with myself not too long ago. And I said, look, one of the perks of you being a business owner is that you can create your own schedule. You... Although, yes, I am linked up to a full-time job, I know what time that job starts. So I literally had to make up in my mind, you're going to start doing things a little different. So that way, no, you, you can't do the whole, you know, whole window that you had when you had no job and you literally were at your own, you know, well, I had a job, but I was, you know, my own boss. But so I can't go back to that schedule because that's not going to work with this schedule. But what I can do is adjust my schedule to where I am fitting myself in. By fitting myself in and making sure that I do that at least minimum three times a week. Which required that I create the space so that I would no longer have excuses. That's what I literally had to do. So I had to put in some orders and so that I could create pretty much a home gym so that it would no longer be, well, I can't get to the gym or it's raining outside or it's cold outside. No, no more excuses. I literally had to create the atmosphere so that I could subconsciously start putting myself first again because I have a blueprint. I know what it looks like when I was making myself a priority. I saw the results when I was making myself a priority. And then I also saw the results when I started putting myself on the back burner and putting everyone else before me. And it's time for something different. It's okay to sacrifice for other people, but when you start completely sacrificing yourself and losing sight of what your desires are and your goals and your dreams, when you stop, when you literally Stop considering you in the equation. It is time to reevaluate what actually is taking place in your life. And so 
sometimes certain things will arise for you to recognize. Maybe you've been doing it for so long, it's become a habit. You, you've gotten so used to ignoring what it is that you need and putting everyone else's needs before your own that it literally is a habit that becomes hard to break. And then sometimes circumstances will present itself to where you're forced to have to recognize, wait a minute, hold up. I ain't always been like this. I ain't always thought like this. What happened? What do I need to do to reset? And I need to do this in order for me to get this outcome or a similar outcome or even a better outcome. What do I need to do to reset? And so I had that come to Teresa moment. And I was like, this is what you're going to need to do. Then I had a conversation with my children because I've already... So this has been different legs or different layers because the first conversation I had with my children was when I had when I uh, changed my diet because I needed them to understand that a lot of stuff was coming out of those freezers and cabinets and refrigerators for the sake of me holding myself accountable. That was the first phase. The first phase was just I'm going to change my eating habits and in order for me to be held accountable, we're not going to have this this and this. We're not having access to that anymore. I'm getting rid of all of that. And I'm going shopping. And when I go shopping, y'all might get mad because all you're going to see is apples, oranges, fruit, vegetables, things like that. But there's a method to my madness. And I don't need all the extra stuff. I don't need there to be access to that because I'm not strong in that arena yet. Maybe six months down the line when I get strong in that arena, then we can revisit this or that as far as snacks. But right now, mm -mm, not even an option. Okay, so now six months Actually, eight months has passed. So we've gotten into and they're accustomed to seeing the chicken, seeing the fish, seeing, you know, they know mama's going to get a whole lot of salmon. They like they've gotten accustomed to meal preps and all of that. OK, we're good. So now I had to have another conversation with them. So now that we've got that habit down and now that's pretty much a second nature no matter what's going on, I know what to go to. I know what to, it doesn't matter if it's fast food and no matter if I cook it, I know my go-to. I know my diet. I got it. Lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. This is what I'm doing. So then now I'm like, okay, y'all, I purchased this, this, and this. This has been, you know, it's coming. It's going to be delivered. This is what I'm going to need y'all to do. So what I'm doing now is creating the gym in my home. So that allows me to no longer have the excuse in terms of, I don't feel like going outside walking three miles today. Mm -mm. I could do that inside the house. <laughs> Everything now will be at my disposal. Now, by the grace of God, I have a son who loves to work out. So there's my accountability partner right there. And it's as simple as, mama, did you get your 45 minutes in today? Mom, did you get 30 minutes in? It's, it's just that simple. But I incorporated my children because I have my goals. I don't have a purpose partner right now. So my children are my accountability partners. They're the ones that will hold me accountable in terms of my diet. They're the ones that will hold me accountable in terms of my workouts, all that good stuff. And, and then I also have a coach. So she helps me as well. But I said all that to say, when I started to realize that I was no longer making myself a priority and everything else was being pushed up in front of me to where once 
I got to me, I had no more energy for me, then I realized that it was time to reset. It was time for me to refocus. It was time for me to reevaluate what it is that I was doing because I know where I'm trying to get to, but I had for whatever reason put that on the back burner as if it wasn't a priority. And once I started to recognize, no, I am a priority. You should always be your biggest cheerleader. And for some reason, I had put the pom-poms down. And Septa said, oh, girl, no, honey, you need to pick those back up because, hello, we've got some things that we're trying to accomplish. We've got some things that we're trying to do. And you already told me that you're trying to be the best version of you. You can't do that with these pom-poms sitting over here to the side. I'm going to need you to get up and I'm going to need you to think on those things that are good that are a virtue, that be praiseworthy, and you know you've got this. You've done it before. You could do it again. And I'm going to need you to have that same energy for this now season because we're trying to get somewhere, honey. And so once I had that moment, I did what I had to do. I put the stuff on order, you know, now, and so now it's just a matter of us setting everything up Lord say the same. I pray he does. It'll be set up no later than next Friday. So by the grace of God, because I made up my mind to make myself a priority once again on a totally different level. I'm not saying that I haven't made myself a priority. This is a different level. And so sometimes you do. You have to just Constantly come to yourself, constantly check in with yourself. Where are you on this? Where are you on that? You know, you may have a goal to start your own podcast. You may have a goal to write your first book. You may have a goal to lose 10 pounds by the end of May, whatever your goal is. But then life happens. And once life happens, you may find yourself two, three weeks in, not even addressing that goal because everything else took precedence over what it was that you said you were going to do. And so it happened to me. I'm sure I'm not the only person that has happened to, but I had to finally come to myself and say, enough is enough. No more excuses. Do what you need to do. Make yourself a priority. It's just like with anything else. It's... Sometimes you just literally have to just say, look, do it. <laughs> you got to be like, Nike, just do it. Like sometimes you really just have to say, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. No, if Sam's bust about it, I'm just going to do it. And so, um, yeah, I made up my mind. I was like, I have you, girl, you don't ran out of excuses. Like everything that you need, you have positioned yourself to be able and equipped yourself to be able to have it. And so. There's no more excuses. Now it's just time for you to do it. So that's where I'm at. And so um, I hope if you are going through something similar, that you just take the time out to reset. Just take time out. Take time out to reevaluate. Where am I at? Where am I trying to get? What is it going to take for me to get there? And if I have to make some adjustments along the way, I know I'm worth it. Let me go ahead and do that. If it means that I got to wake up an extra hour or an extra two hours early 
just so I can walk for 45 minutes, take a shower, get my mind right, just to start the day, make the sacrifice now so that you look back a year from now and be like, oh my goodness, it's a habit now. I do it and I don't even think twice about it. If you think about a lot of the people that have been successful, if you really pay attention to a lot of their testimonies, this is not just about weight loss. This is just about anything in any arena. A lot of them, they start their days very, very early. Some people start at four o'clock in the morning. Some people start at six o'clock in the morning. You know, we've all heard it. The early bird gets the worm. Well, when it comes to goal setting, and this is what I had to realize, I don't have to deny myself because the schedule that I used to have is no longer feasible at this season of my life. All I have to do is make and readjust my schedule to where I'm fitting myself into that equation. And so although I may not have a block of four hours, I could at least create a block of one hour and make sure that I stick to that. Even like I said, if it's just three to four times a week, eventually I'll look up and where I once made the excuse that I didn't have the time, all of a sudden, guess what? The time is now available. So if you are a procrastinator like I can be, yeah, maybe this was for you. <laughs> but um, I do hope that it encouraged someone. Um, I know that I needed to be encouraged. Today has been a very, very tough day for me. But I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And trust me, I've been leaning on his everlasting arm all day. So I am ending this episode. And now I'm going to read a letter to my future hubby. And it is dated April the 16th of 2021. Here we go. Dear future hubby, I felt the weight of the world on my shoulders and heart today. Nothing and no one could erase the depths of this pain. Some put forth their best efforts in hopes to make me smile. But we've lost another loved one. It was this morning on April 16, 2021, that my uncle Johnny passed away. He is my mother's oldest sibling. And although God allowed us the opportunity to say our goodbyes a few days before he passed by allowing me to take my aunts and my mom to Dallas, Texas to see him. There is something about knowing we won't see him on this side of heaven again. Death seems to be all around me. So it's hard not to think about my own demise. It's something I don't ponder on for too long, but I am hopeful that all of my affairs will be in order when that time comes. Say a prayer for me. I love you. Love, Teresa. So I hope y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, or afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. And do me a huge favor. Please take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.